Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? I wish I could say I hope that you're making it a good one, but I know <laughs> that you're probably not. As the LSU Fighting Tigers go down to the Georgia Bulldogs 4-1. to one. You know, <clears throat> for you that have been watching uh, AYS for a while now, I have not publicly come out and said these words fire pulmonary step down pulmonary but the simple rudy poo fact that you start collared cranford with uh, god bless the kid's soul god bless him god bless the kid but you come out before the game and say that you want to play small ball and then the kid commits errors when the game is I mean look you got bases loaded you got to make that play you got to roll the double play when the bases are loaded and you get out of an inning the managing of pulmonary has been shit dookie water people want to defend his ass there's no defending what he's doing No defending it. You know, last night, we watched a documentary called Hold the Rope. A team, teams, multiple teams that found ways to win. Cohesive units that found ways to win baseball games. I I don't understand what Paul's doing. The game is so much better now, so much bigger. Get guys that can hit. And I will tell you this right now. We got to pay some bills around this thing. We're going to get to a quick break in just a second. But I I have to get it out here. We're going to pay some bills and then get to your comments. As we do every Tuesday. 
if you if this were football recruiting, if if this were football, if this were basketball, and from a recruiting aspect, if if baseball recruiting was followed and watched as much as football and basketball, Palmineri would have been fired five years ago without a shadow of a doubt. Blakey got Dylan Cruz. Sounds good. Sounds good. These other guys are getting elite athletes too. You're LSU. There are no excuses. You wouldn't let Ed Orsron get away with that shit. You're not, you shouldn't let Paul Maneri, especially when there's comments that he makes, where are these, where are they finding these guys? All right. Let's do this. I'm going to get to all your comments and then we'll uh we'll continue to talk and go through the show but before we do that <laughs> what do, I guess a way to that's a good way to to start the show off let's fire off about what happened in this SEC tourney do you believe put it the hashtag ask Blake do you believe Palmineri should step down uh and should LSU should the coaching search be underway but let's do this let's pay some bills and then we'll get into it none better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your denim springs and Baton Rouge for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, sent you by when you go see him over at 2500. Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our new good friends, our really good friends over at betonline.ag, your number one betting service. Guys with Louisiana about to pass this mobile uh, gambling bill. It's going to be a big thing for sports gambling. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sporting action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, odds, and updates. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's the best thing. It's free to sign up. Go to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, Kenny says, less Maneri. Justin says, less Miles 2.0. Amy LeBlanc says, stick a fork in Maneri. He's done. Jonathan Satoon says, leave the lineup in defense like it's been the last four weeks. Why change it today? I agree with that statement. Kenny says, a part of me doesn't want them to get to the tournament, so hopefully Paul Maneri retires. Holden Lee says, y'all still mad and fussing like something was going to change. Well, Holden, with all due respect, something did change. You won the last four series. You're six and three. LSU has a better record. Get this. LSU baseball has a better record in the last three SEC series than one Vanderbilt. So, yes, they had started to progress. They had started to get better. Let's understand that, right? Like, like, like let's understand that. So, yes, they started to progress. I, I have not, again, come out and said fire pulmonary pulmonary step down but I think it's time you got a guy in Tony Vitello you guys and look let me say this very quickly not trying to get into the political atmosphere and all this but if someone else sends me something about this man being a, a hothead Italian and you can't have Italians coaching uh, uh, baseball teams you can kiss my Rudy Pooh ass don't you ever send me some bullshit like that again do you understand what I'm saying don't send me some racist shit like that. Yes, I'm fired up tonight. But don't send me some racist shit like that. But you got guys like Tony Vitella, Tim Corbin, uh, Van Horn at Arkansas that is just completely going out here and wrecking shop in the SEC. Three weeks ago, Mike Scarborough on TigerBait.com 
put on uh, his YouTube channel, so go subscribe there. And Paul Maneri in a press conference says he has no idea where these teams are finding these individuals, especially in the pitching rotation. What in the Rudy Pooh hell do you – what does that even mean? We would have fired his Rudy Pooh ass if anybody else would have said that. But he did. You, you are – you know, as much as I want to say to LSU football, you were LSU, this doesn't happen. Guys, we just watched that documentary last night. Five national championships in 10 years. It's unacceptable at this point. It's unfreaking acceptable. You do not have a losing record in the SEC. That does not happen. Ryan Gidry says no defense, uh, especially from Collier Cranford. Um, Carl Dunn, Carl the Cat Dunn says he has mismanaged Cranford. That he has. I know his bat hasn't been great, but his glove hasn't been has been south lately. Yeah, he's committed three errors in the last uh, two games that he's played. Three errors in the last two games he's played was very solid in the, uh, in the last few games. Yeah, he was. He, but look, I mean, here's a, here's another question that you have. Uh, um, Kay Beloso is a guy that doesn't strike out a lot, right? Like, he doesn't strike out a lot. At least if you have a K. Beloso-type situation or K. Beloso's up at the plate when you have bases loaded and no outs, you know for almost a good certainty that the kid's going to put the ball in play because he doesn't strike out a lot. He just does not strike out a lot. Then you go to um, to, to, to Sanford and, and, and uh, Dross. It's okay with that. I'm, a, I'm fine with you going there. But they have their strikeout um, ratios to walks to hits is just not good. It's just not good. Now, I, I want to get to this very quickly. I want to get to this very quickly. I know that we are at the, the mercy of the, uh, of the selection committee, and I get that. We are at the, at the mercy of the selection committee. I want to say this. I do think LSU gets in. Tide Walker put it perfectly about the 2019 Florida team that had 13 wins, lost the first game in the tournament, and they got in. The selection committee more than likely wants LSU in. I think that they get in the tournament. But everybody's saying, well, they're going to be a three seed. They can get to a Super Regional. If this team finds a way to get to a Super Regional at this exact point, then God help us because that would be really lucky. Two times in two innings, you have bases loaded and you don't score. You only score one run. That just cannot happen. Landon Marceau, I mean, look, I, I know that he gave up the four runs in the first inning, but again, if you get that double play, you're one nothing. That 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 changed the game. The kid pitched fantastic through for the rest of the game. It was fantastic. Unreal. Unreal. Just I don't I don't get it. I just don't understand it. For the life of me, I don't understand it. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments. Sam Bacon says, hashtag ask Blake to skip have a younger clone. Yeah, his name's Kevin O'Sullivan that everybody keeps saying is going to um is more than likely going to be the head coach. Look, I don't want Kevin O'Sullivan. Maybe I need to do a deep dive, and I don't even know. I, I know that that's the talk around the town that Kevin O'Sullivan is going to be the next head coach of LSU. Look, we don't even. We still have. We're still in the season, okay? 
I'm not I, I am not going to come out here and tell you that kind of stuff because at this point, look, I've done this and I say I've done this for a while, but look, we're going into our fourth year. October will be the fourth year that we've done our series sports. One thing that I've learned is you never say who you think is going to be the coach during a season. Paul Maneri's still here. Don't you ever say who's going to be the coach because we went all through 2016 thinking Jimbo Fisher. We went through the last part of 2015 thinking it was going to, uh, I mean, Tom Herman. And then in 15, we thought it was Jimbo Fisher. It doesn't matter if it's baseball or football. It doesn't change like that. It, trust me, don't start saying that coach, this coach is going to be here, that coach is going to be here. Yeah, at the end, if Paul Maneri steps down, then we can start talking about it. But as of right now, as of this exact moment, let's not say Kevin O'Sullivan's going to be here because, guys, they're hosting a regional, no telling what he can do. If that guy gets to Omaha, you think he's going to leave for LSU? I don't know that. I don't know that. Um, so, yeah. Kevin says, hashtag ask Blake, can his candy ass. I mean, look, Paul has been – Paul has been a winner. Let, Paul has been a winner at LSU. 1,500 wins, 70% winning percentage. But it just seems like when the games are on the line, here recently, here recently, LSU has not, has not done well. Guys, they're still not over 500 in the last, what was it, three years? They're still not over 500 in the SEC over the last, what, since 2017, I believe. So 2018, 19, and 20, or, or 21. They are not over 500. They're pushing. They're close, but they're not. So, it is what it is. I, I need to go check that because I, did, I checked it two weeks ago. Uh, I You know what? Let me go back and check. Scratch that last point. I'll go back and check that just to make sure that um, I'm not telling you a fib, but I, I'm almost – I'm like 99% certain if the, the math is still going to be that LSU's not even 50% uh, at the 50% mark when it comes to wins and losses in the conference. Uh, Chris Connor says this LSU baseball fan base won't be happy with anyone. If this happens next year with a new coach, everyone will be talking about fire that coach. I don't necessarily agree with that, um, Chris, because a new coach will have to come in and implement some stuff. This coach will have talent. I mean, he will have talent across the board. Um, this, this part of Paul Maneri has been building up for a while now. It's been building up for a while now, and we cannot act like that this is just something that – if this was one season that Paul Maneri has had um, that this has happened, then you know what? I would kind of sit back and say, you know what? It's one season. He's never had a losing SEC record. You know, he, he he's – this you know he's mismanaged some stuff, but this is kind of out of characteristic for him. But it, that's not the case. This has been a normal thing, guys. The truth is now we love you. Remember when Todd Peterson came up to the plate and hit the double? We all remember that. It was a great moment. It was honestly a good call at the moment. But he put in a pitcher in Todd Peterson that didn't even hit in high school. Understand what I'm telling you? The last time Todd Peterson picked up a bat and he told you this was little league. I mean, it's a great call to Tom, but he's just done some very shitty stuff, some very crazy and head-scratching stuff. Collier Cranford being in the lineup is one of those things. Guys, do you remember a guy by the name of Hal Hughes? Do you remember Hal Hughes? Starting Hal Hughes at 19, do you remember that? And in 20? Do you remember Hal Hughes who could hit the blind side of the bar with a telephone pole? Couldn't catch a cold if he was butt-ass naked in a snowstorm in Alaska? That Hal Hughes. But then Hal Hughes goes to Oklahoma State and hits a home run. 
<laughs> Y'all remember that how use? Jeez, I'm marrying Joseph. Uh, John says, Paul has to go. I love the guy, but the game is way beyond his coaching now. I agree with that sentiment. I mean, the simple fact that Paul Maneri tonight came out and said before the game, we are playing small ball. And, 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 and if you're going to make that statement, if you're pulmonary and you're going to make that statement, then when you got bases loaded and you got runners on, you better start bunting the damn ball. Call your Cranford, strikes out twice, can't get a butt down. Then you got Alex Malazzo. Everyone loves Alex Malazzo's defense. I get it. He's a catcher. Sometimes you can you can have a little bit of lo- a longer of a leash. But, guys, you have those two guys that aren't combined. Combined. Combined, Collier Cranford and Alex Malazzo aren't hitting over 250. Or they're right there damn near at it. Come on, man. Come on. You put so much pressure on guys like uh, uh, Trey Morgan, Dylan Cruz, Gavin Dugas. And, and here's another truth, too. Let's not act like, I mean, you got to score more than one run. You have to score more than one run. But there's a part of this in recruiting, too. Guys, you have guys in Louisiana that are in Arkansas, Texas A&M. Uh, you got the kid uh, at Florida. I, for, uh, uh, I forget his name. But you have a, a kid that's in Florida from Louisiana that, that's a stud. Unreal, bro. Unreal. Derek says it doesn't matter if you, can, if you get the recruits, if you can't do nothing with them. But here's the thing. He's not getting the recruits. Guys, again, go look at the top ten list and the recruits that have been in Louisiana – the last 10 years. If Ed Orsron did that, and what kind of started to turn on Les Miles was this, <laughs> which is odd in and of itself, he was losing players from in-state. I mean, I, I, I just feel like if we covered college baseball recruiting as much, and if there was a market for it as much as we did football and basketball, this shit would be over with. Yeah, you, I, it's fantastic. You went and got Dylan Cruz. You didn't even know if Trey Morgan could play. Congratulations. But I like Drew Bianco's come on late, but he has struggled. Cade Beloso has struggled. You have guys that aren't aren't able to hit SEC pitching. It's just the truth. And you put so much pressure on Landon Marceau, who has to go out there and pitch stellar in a game that that nowadays you can't play small ball. You just can't play small ball anymore. So, I don't know. I'm so ready for football season. It's it, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> uh, Kyle Former says, Vitello or bust. I agree with that. And then I had some Rudy Poos tell me that, you know, if you uh, – about this whole Italian thing, like you can't – he'll run a team like the Italian mob. Well, he got a team that didn't win, a, uh, I think, won two games in the SEC in Tennessee, and they're the number two seed. Guys, they're the number two seed. You understand what I'm telling you? Not Vandy. I mean, they beat Vandy at their own game. There's two baseball teams in Tennessee, and everybody thinks Vandy should have been number one. No, it's Tennessee above them. So let's not act like Tony Vitello is just some Rudy Pooh-ass coach. I agree with this statement. Tony Vitello or bust. There's some good coaches out there that you can go get, though, that I won't be mad at. 
Uh, Scott Copeland says, who is the best baseball coach LSU could realistically get to replace our baseball coach if it came to it? I think Tony Vitello at Tennessee is a guy that you can replace him with. Uh, I forget the the man's name from Louisville, the you, you guy from Texas Tech. There's a lot of – look, I know that we talk about this in baseball, that you're LSU, you can go do whatever you want realistically, and that's more than likely the case. You can go pretty much do what you want. You can get the best recruits. You can get the best coaches. You have the best resources. I mean, you're at that point, you just say, hey, we're LSU. That's the reason why a lot of kids flock to here, because you are LSU. But baseball's different. It is the prestigious program in the country. Like, it's LSU and everybody else. Let's get that completely understood. Like, people want to say Vandy and this team and that team and that team and that team. No, it is LSU. I mean, to kind of give a comparison, it is like the Bear Bryant Alabamas. It is the Skip Bartman LSU. That are, That is the comparison that you are coming up with. That is it. You are the prestigious program on top. There's no ifs, ands, or buts or questions about it. None. Everyone would want to coach at LSU the prestige here is unreal uh let's see Landon Benoit says how in the hell do you try to double steal with a catcher that's hitting below 200 I don't know that I mean I get well and and, and there's two things about that number one I, I I get what Paul was trying to do there and generate some offense because I guess he felt like they weren't going to be able to generate offense but Alex, if Alex Malazzo doesn't swing there at a clear ball that's literally at his eyes, that's ball four, bases loaded, and you have Trey Morgan coming to the plate with a guy that's almost hitting four hundred. So, but but here's another thing: Why are you stealing with Trey Morgan coming up to the plate? I mean, he is feeling. Um, he is feeling – I see this from Dale Broussard. He says uh, Matthew Beck's leading the SEC in batting average. Um, but he he's feeling the pressure. He's just feeling the pressure. And I don't know, man. To me, to me, it, <laughs> if Paul wants to come back, it is – he better get to Omaha. He better get to Omaha. Like, that's it. There's no – I don't know what else to say other than that. Peggy Red, the LSU superfan Peggy Red, as, as as some people have called her, the ultimate LSU fan, uh, says, with more plays involving – what's up, Peggy? Uh, with more plays involving second base, Drew should have stayed there and uh, have another guy in the outfield. I agree with that. Why, do you, why are you changing a lineup from Texas A&M to Georgia? Why? I, I don't get it. I don't mind taking like a Beloso out and putting Arnold in when you have a left-handed pitcher. I, I don't mind that because it's a lefty on righty matchup. I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. But why are you changing the lineup like that? I mean, three guys I'm and a guy that hasn't played in a long time. At the, at that moment, a win tonight would have solidified them getting into, the, into a regional. Would have solidified it. Now, I don't think that they beat Arkansas tomorrow, but who cares? I mean, you never know in baseball. So, a lot of people aren't going to call for um, – I would assume some people aren't going to call for Palmineri's head, but I just feel like it's that time right now. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Come on. It's Omaha or bust at this point from this point forward. Brandon Reese says, hopefully 
we'll get some good coaching options in there. Yeah, and, and I hope that we do too. Uh, Shane says, Palmineri's done after this season. I'm still baffled at the uh, call your Cranford move, essentially giving us back-to-back uh, back generated outs at the plate with him and Malazzo. I agree with that. Scott uh, Rodriguez says, Beloso the pop-up king. Well, you know what, Kay Beloso's not? You know what he's not? He's not the strikeout king. At least he's putting the ball in play. At least he gives you a chance. At least he gives you a chance. You know what Kay Beloso isn't? Hitting below 200. I mean, come on, man. At least he gives you a chance to run into one. At least he gives you a fighting shot that you can score a run. I would trust I, – I, show of hands in the comments. Give me a thumbs up or show of thumbs in the comments. Do you trust Kay Beloso at the plate or Collier Cranford? Give me a thumbs up if you believe that you, you would trust in, in uh, Kay Beloso because I'm going to give two thumbs up. I can't give a thumbs up in our system right now. And how we do it. Well, you know what? I could do this, maybe. Yeah, I see the thumbs up. There they go. So, I mean, come on. Everybody give me a thumbs up if you believe um, you would trust him more. See, there's all these. Boom, boom, boom. Shane, boom. Scott says neither. Again, at least he gives you the chance. At least he gives you the chance. Would you rather him pop it up or would you rather him put a ball in play or would you rather the kid strike out? If you're going to make a defensive move, if you're going to put a guy in, in, the, in the game for a defensive move, it better be number one in the late innings. But number two, he better make the plays. He better make the plays. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's see. Chris Connor says Texas Tech coach isn't coming. He just got a lifetime deal. Yeah, but he hasn't signed it yet. <clears throat> he hasn't signed it, I don't believe. Last time I checked, and at least this morning when I checked, he hasn't signed it. Uh Russ Fortney says hashtag ask like any other names to replace Paul Maneri other than O'Sullivan. I really like Tadlock at Texas Tech. Well, you see there some people are talking about um he just signed a lifetime contract. Look, I, I I still, I still believe it's Tony Vitello or bust. <laughs> it's Tony Vitello or bust, or your guy at Louisville. His name just continues to slip my mind here. Um, but it's Tony for me. It's Tony Vitello uh, or bust. Mark says, "You know, fastballs were coming. Load up and smack it." Yeah, he was trying to. It, it seemed as if Arnold. Uh, in that last at bat, was just trying to foul him off. He wanted something softer. But the kid, the last time the kid uh, came uh, through an off-speed pitch, it hit it hit Doty in the rear end. Hit him right in the ass. Hit him right in that left butt cheek. So you know the fastball was coming. Uh, Tony Tubet says, hashtag ask Blake. Players have regressed under pulmonary the longer they were at LSU, which is a bad sign. Well, it ain't going to be there no more. Larry Allen says, uh, Blake Dean, question mark, no. Because, number one, Blake Dean can't even win his conference. You know, I'm going to be at Southeastern this weekend for a couple games. Now that LSU's not going to be in this tournament, I'm going to go to a couple games, and they're going to be in there. He's not even winning his conference. I don't know how you can justify uh, a guy that's – and I get he's an LSU guy, but just because – and let me make this statement very, very, very early in my career in doing this. Just because a guy played it at your school – doesn't mean he's a great coach and you should go get him. Now, if he wants to be a hitting coach for LSU, if he wants to do some other things, by f do it. That's fine. 
But as a head coach, no. I, I mean, if he were coming off like three or four straight Southland Conference championship wins, okay, go get Blake Dean because he's proven he's a winner. But he's not done good at recruiting. He's getting beat by Matt Reiser at Southeastern, guys at Nichols. I mean, it just hasn't been good for him. I mean, they got close one time. I think they came in second. But I think there was like his second year, and he hadn't recruited a lot of those guys. And as he's been there, it's kind of regressed a little. Uh, Carlton Cisco says, this is LSU baseball. Act like it and go get the best head coach in college baseball like we did in women's basketball program. Look, Scott Woodward ain't going to be playing around. Now, I don't – you know, Scott Woodward, I, I would love to know what his connection is with Kevin O'Sullivan or what the connections are with Kevin O'Sullivan and why his name continues to come up. I Let me – I will say this because his name continues to pop up. There is no deal done. There's no handshake deal, anything like that. I know people talk about handshake deals and stuff like that. There's no in in theory handshake deal. They haven't seen one another. They, you know, I'm not going to say if they talk or not, but just understand. There's a long way to go here, a long way to go, and I I'm going to be a little honest. I don't trust Kevin O'Sullivan, not a lick, not a lick. The man's going through a divorce and shit like that, so uh, apparently it's pretty nasty, like really Rudy Poo. So we'll see. It's unreal, man. I Again, I don't like saying fire a coach. Craig Dugas, okay. He says, LSU, uh, straight LSU facts. Number one, basketball. Number two, beach volleyball. Number two, number three, women's basketball. Number four, gymnastics. Number five, tropical uh, pole vaulting. Uh, indoor drone racing. Track and field. Flag football. Nine, baseball. Nine, B, football. Well, that is the um, – Worst thing I've ever heard, because <laughs> that's just not true. Uh, Denny says, Blake Rafino, Rafino's rant. Yeah, we hit one a little earlier. We hit one a little earlier. Uh, Doug brings up an interesting point here. He says, Landon Marceau ends with a 6-5 and five record with an ERA of 2.27. Pathetic run support. That's so true. And, and that's just so crazy, right? Like, that is crazy to me that that kid has a 2.27 ERA he just didn't get any of the runs. Now, the problem with Marceau and the problem he faced was he was going up against guys, you know, other teams' aces. And when you can't have guys at the plate, when they go up against the number one, they can't generate hits. I mean, look, Dylan Cruz, K. Uh, K. Doty, Gavin Dugas, and Trey Morgan, yeah, they can get hits, but there's five other guys that are struggling. Five other guys in that lineup that are struggling. And, and, and I'm not talking about struggling. We're talking about immensely struggling. We're talking about hitters that are under below 250. You, the best hit, the next best hitter, what was it? Uh, Jordan Thompson at two, 264, 270 is where he hovered. <laughs> I mean, I'm not calling for everybody to hit over 300. I mean, I'm not saying that, but even home runs, RBIs, walks, all of it. All of it. I do feel bad for Landon, for Landon Marceau. You know, it feels a lot like, um, God, what's his name? He was at Kansas City. Um, Zach Greinke. Remember when Zach Greinke played for the Kansas City Royals and their teams were so bad? And um, I think he won the Cy Young, and he only he was like 11 and, 11 and 10 and had like a 1.9 ERA or something like that, won the MVP. 
like was just unreal, but had a lot of losses because team that his team just wasn't generating runs for him. I remember watching a game one time where he gave up a run, a run, and off of two errors, and it wasn't even an earned run. He lost the game because the run scored when he was in the game. Kansas City doesn't win. Unreal. Uh, Lonnie says LSU is in regardless. Yeah, and we talked about that. I still do believe that they're in. I'm not. I am not saying that LSU is not in that. So if if you heard me say that, that's not what I said at all. I I do not. I don't think I said that. Guys, correct me. I, I pretty much thought I said off the top that I thought that they were in, uh, and I thought Ty Walker said it perfectly. Um, Colin Thibodeau says I wouldn't call for his head, but I think he knows he is done whenever this season ends. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Let's see. David says, not necessarily 06 LSU, 35 and 24, 13 and 17. That's in 2006. Um, RPI 36, 11, 36 and 20, 13 and 17, RPI 23. Uh, and this year. So, look, they've gotten there before with 13, uh, 13 games. Well, now they're 13 and 18. Um, so, yeah. I mean, look, L- look, I do, again, I do believe LSU is in. I do believe LSU is in. I'm not saying that at all. Tony Tubet says at least he would make contact. Talking about Cade Beloso. I agree with that. Wholeheartedly agree with that. What are we arguing about when a guy puts the ball in play, regardless if it's a pop-out, ground-out, or nothing? Look, he grounds out a lot to second and first base, too. So they roll a double play, fine. You get a run. It's 4-2. He comes up again and does that with bases loaded. It's 4-3. You get another run, it's a tie ball game. Two guys not hitting over 250 is just erroneous. Or a little bit above is erroneous. When you have when you have one guy in your lineup batting almost triple than two guys in your lineup, it's <laughs> unreal, bro. All right, let's get let's do this. Let's go, we're going to go to a very very quick break. Uh, stay with us. We get to all your comments, the rest of your comments. Stay with us. We're going to get to a quick break. We'll be right back. Guys, you got to go see my good friends over there at Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. That's Drake Williams Law, Law, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. For the number one law firm in the North Shore, real estate, successions, DWIs, they cover it all. Again, that's drakewilliamlawfirm.com, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Tell me, good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino sent you by and our good friend, Mr. John Patton, over at GMFS Mortgage, buying a new home, saving money on that mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash-out refi. The timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton from GMFS Mortgage today. GMFS Mortgage, they're changing lives. All right. I see a lot of these... Um, Thumbs up about Kay Beloso. <laughs> Mike Robichaux said how Hughes would have been even better. The crazy part is, the crazy part is, as much as I, you know, we bitched about how Hughes, and I did too. I, I'm, I'm in that circle too. Uh, he did the same, bro. I mean, he would have, he would have been better. Uh, Dorian Starkey from Ryan's Barbershop. They gave you boy. I'm gonna put my mic right here. They gave you boy a good fade today. Look at that fade. They lined your boy up, my boy Tommy over at Ryan's Barbershop. Um, 
Dorian, you're going to have to tell Ryan that we plug in this stuff when, when your brother gets a fresh fade up in this thing. I'm just going to let you know. Come on, Starkey. We plug in, my man. I mean, I, I know I like the fresh fade in the sports talk, but, bro, I mean, we're looking good. Come on now. <laughs> I love the company over there. Lonnie says, our recruiting is always good, but our hitting and player development suck. I can agree with that. It feels that way, at least. Uh, Ryan Tudor says, hashtag ask Blake Denny McDonald, uh, McDonald. That's the guy at Louisville. Correct. I can't, I always forget I always forget his name. Thank you, guys. Jeffrey, uh, Landon said it. Jeffrey said it as well. Thank you all for giving me that. The comments are firing in tonight. I'm, I mean, look, we're at 60. No. Damn, we're at 400 comments already. So, guys, I am going to miss some of your comments. <laughs> Sorry about that. Jonathan Satoon says, what about uh, Southeastern's? Coach being the next LSU coach, I, they won't go for Matt Riser. Again, it's the same kind of deal. You know, let's take Blake Dean and Matt Riser, for example. Now, Matt Riser's had more success uh, than Blake Dean has. But would you go get a Matt Riser? I mean, I don't I don't know that. I mean, I think if you miss on a couple of people, you know, Matt Riser would be in, in, in that development. But what I don't believe is, is that Matt Riser is the guy that you go off the top. Loving to death. Here's a crazy thing. Out, he is recruited to his school. What I mean by that is he has gotten some players that he probably shouldn't have. Um, he's just a great recruiter. He's just a great recruiter. Uh, Got to give it to Coach Matt Riser at Southeastern. Barnhill, Chris Barnhill says, all these people asking who could LSU realistically hire, acting like we still have an uh, incompetent AD. Will we make a statement? He made a statement with the Kim Mulkey hire. I agree with that, and which is why the Kevin O'Sullivan, um, why the Kevin if Kevin O'Sullivan is your guy, why that makes it such a head scratcher. What it, I mean, and, and look, well, boy, what about Tony Vitello? But he's an up and comer. He he's a younger guy that has realistically built a program. Kevin O'Sullivan, I feel like, has kind of hit his ceiling, in a sense. I mean, he squandered a lot of great talent. I personally, I would like to go young and a guy that's built something and a guy that's been in the SEC. Uh, that's just my personal thing. My personal thing. He's he's took a winless team to the number two team in the best conference in baseball. Unreal. And, and look, um, I was told this about Vitello. I'm, I'm sure you guys saw the. Uh, the spat between Van Horn, the uh, uh, Arkansas head coach, and um, Tony Vitello. What's crazy about that was is it was over a ju- uh, junior college recruit. I kind of got that, you know, from some of my guys in Tennessee. It was a, a over recruit, and v- and Vitello got him. Now you would you're going to have to battle Tennessee for him if Tennessee wants to pay for him. I mean, I don't know if if, if the man will come, but I mean, you got to give it a shot. Which again makes the the. Um, Makes it a little bit of a head-scratcher. Charles Rees says, LSU hasn't hit the ball well against SEC Pension since Vandy was here. That's true. I mean, they've had some spurts. They have had some spurts. Um, but the crazy that they're six and th- what? Six and three in the last three series. So, and they had to win them all. Uh, Charles also says, is Paul like Miles in the sense that he's never evolved? I, that's why people compare him to that. Again, when Paul ran out there today, when Paul ran out there, and again, 
when you, I don't like comparing the sports. I don't like doing that. But when he said we got to play small ball in a, in, in a place where small ball just doesn't work anymore, it doesn't work anymore. You know, we saw Skip have to adjust. We've seen coaches have to adjust. I feel like we're running a toss dive here. Huh? I'm being serious. I feel like we're running the toss dive. Sad, bro. Just got a text. People, uh, look, I don't know how much this Kevin O'Sullivan thing's done. I, I, I. I'm getting it from people, and I know that people are saying it's a, it's a done deal. I don't. Something in my gut tells me to hold off on that. <clears throat> Let's see. Surprised we've been able to go this long with this many people about baseball talk, but I think people are just tired of pulmonary. That's what I think. Uh, Blake Doucette says, I think LSU makes the regional due to strength of schedule. I agree with that. And go on the road to LaTeX Regional. Well, LaTeX doesn't have a regional right now. They don't have a regional right now. They're going to have to win the uh, Conference USA, and I don't know if they win it. I don't know if they win it. I mean, that's that's a big, that's a very very big ask. <laughs> Chris O'Connor says Andy Canizero. LSU is not hiring Andy Canizero. Look, it's good. Uh, that ain't happening, guys. It just it's just not happening. Not with what happened, and, and look, um. I want to say this with um, with all the respect in the world. Uh, with everything going on with LSU and Title IX, you don't want Andy Cannizzaro to be your next head baseball coach. You don't. Come on. It's like you're putting the spotlight right on you. A guy that had some sexual things going on at Mississippi State, cocaine, all that kind of good stuff, and you're snorting the coke and, you know, steroids and all the stuff that was coming out there at the end and the texting in the dugout and you don't want that man uh scott rodriguez says marceau didn't get uh didn't go up against no ace tonight i feel for the guy that's true he didn't but what he did do i mean he shut them down after the first i mean again you get him out of that first inning i mean he put the ball in play i mean the ball was put in play you should have rolled the double play guy has to go out there and and have more pitches uh it's going to happen. Then you give up the double, a three-run double, it's going to happen. That that in and of it, that's what changed the game. That's what ultimately lost you. Well, it is what lost you the game. Um Chris Barnhill says the Tato Sullivan is Woodward likes to hire people that have won national championships. Mm, yeah, but oh, I don't like it, man. I just I just don't uh, I don't like it. Mark says Andy Carazino's at Mississippi State needs to come home. He is not at Mississippi State. He's at Holy Cross. He got fired at Mississippi State. Yeah, he got fired. Uh, Doug says it's a shame Coach Palmineri didn't announce his retirement announcement <laughs> with a symphony bid. Um, yeah. Um, Dylan says the East Carolina coach is intriguing to me. Me too. I mean, look, there's a lot of great baseball coaches out there. And again, you, you are the pinnacle. You are the pinnacle of college baseball. I mean, at some point act like it. I mean, today's game is not, they're not going to go back to the, 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 they're not going to go back to the small ball when they, 
affect the ball and the bats get worse. And they're look, they like baseball is sailed because guys hit home runs, guys hit the ball far, and you have guys that can strike people out. That's that is how uh, you get viewers. So this whole small ball bullshit. And look, I'm not. I am not a never hashtag never bunt guy. I think there's a lot of situations where you can bunt and advance runners, especially when you got a guy like Trey Morgan. But you damn sure better be able to lay the bunt down. A lot of teams have won national championships off of bunting and, and, and do and situational bunting. Let me say that situational bunting. Robert Plaisant says, hashtag Ask Blake, what do you think about Mississippi uh, hitting coach Jake Gotro? I like that. I don't know if you hire a hitting coach from a prestigious program like an LSU. I would want him to be a head coach. I'd still, you know, I do think that there are some levels to that. Um, guy that's never been a head coach. Now, Mississippi State did it, and Mississippi State is a prestigious program in and of itself too now. They've had a lot of good prestigious, uh, look, a lot of great years under Ron Polk. I mean, a lot of good stuff. Uh, I, I think that they go head coach. I, I'm just not on board. I, I'm not on board with the Calvin O'Sullivan. Not on board with it. Not on board with it at all. Uh, Kenny says Ty Walker was a little hard to hard on. Uh, I'm not sure what you're saying there. Hard on who? Doug says McDonald first, Goodwin second, Vitello third. I don't mind McDonald. I will tell you one thing. There were some people locally that thought McDonald um, would be a little soft and couldn't coach in the SEC. The very next day, the very next day that I heard that he said that or LSU told him that, uh, he literally, that's when he went on the rant about the mayor and we need fans in the stands and stop being a, a punk and let us put fans in the stands. <laughs> he went after a mayor, bro. I mean, if that ain't some brass balls right there, I mean, come on. He was telling – that rant was telling Scott Woodward something. That's all that that was. It wasn't to the mayor. It wasn't about putting asses in seats. It wasn't about any of that. Maybe a little bit. But no, it was about – I heard that LSU told McDonald um, – that they thought he would might be a little soft in the SEC, and he fired right back and said, you know what, shut the hell up. Watch this. <laughs> I like it, man. I, I like it. Because LSU gave him an ultimatum, and he said, watch this. Again, staying out of politics. I don't. That's for everybody else. David says, last projected field of 64 had LSU in the Notre Dame tournament. Yeah, and that's going to shift. That's going to shift. Uh, Kenny says Walker said, um, "A A oh, I did see that. I did, I did hear that. I don't listen to them very much, but I did hear that one. I don't listen to people, the announcers, man. They drive me nuts." Charles Reese says, "Have you ever seen an LSU team that can't hit fastballs?" Yeah, this one. Um, Chris says, "I'm not agreeing with it, with the philosophy. It's the only trend I can see in his hiring." Well, look, there's nothing wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong with hiring a coach that's won a national championship, especially a coach that beat you for a national championship. There's nothing wrong in that. I just don't, you know, he he's he's done a lot like pulmonary. I mean, if you put their if you put their uh resumes next to one another, they're kind of identical. I mean, if you're going to go off the resume though, 
then I don't have a leg to stand on with Vitello other than other than he's just done some really good things. He's done some good things in recruiting. He's done some good things at Tennessee. But I like the young up-and-coming guy. Again, you will have to fight him. You're going to have to fight Tennessee with their pilot oil money and pilot gas money and sprint money and all that shit. You're going to have to fight them. <laughs> I hear you, Mark. Uh, I'm not going to read the comment, but I hear you. Uh, Brian Williams says, is Eddie Smith even paid? I thought he was a volunteer hitting coach. I believe he is. Did I say that? I didn't say that he wasn't. Did I say he was paid? I don't ever remember saying he was paid. Uh, and Brian says, if Coach Palmineri stays, he should be forced to change the staff. That he should, but I don't think that he will. I don't think Palmineri stays. I, I, I don't. I don't think that he stays. I, I, I just don't see that. Kenny says, Ty Walker's a good announcer. I just enjoy listening to him. Yeah, he was good. He was good. I mean, look, I, I like all the LSU guys that call him. Matthew Mitchell says, outside of Cruz Morgans and Dugas, we have no hitters. I mean, you could throw K. Doty in there. K. Doty's hitting above 300. Got some good home runs, RBIs. Um, he's been an effective hitter. Fig Fever on YouTube says, is there any chance Bianco leaves old piss? Absolutely. I mean, look, absolutely I believe that Bianco would. I don't think people would want Bianco, but he's an LSU grad. He coached under Skip. He walks like Skip. He talks like Skip. Uh, hey, Bianco, did you think you could frame that ball any better than what you just did? Because I've seen pictures in better frames or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something Skip would say, you know. I mean, I'm sure that he would. I don't know that fans would be really excited about Bianco. Uh, but I do think it's really hard to win at Ole Miss. And he's done that. I think it's really hard to win at Ole Miss in any sport, really. I mean, I, I'm just being dead-ass honest. All right, a couple more. We'll get out of here. Cedric says, hello, Blake. Good good evening, sir. Uh, Tony Tubets says, Palmineri has already told, uh, was already told to change his staff last year. Straw that broke the camel's back. Audios PM. True. True. Peggy Red says Paul's retiring health reasons. A little bit that and some more things. Uh Chris Barnhill says one and four is straight fire. One through four is straight fire. Five through not five through nine, not so much. I would even put one through five. I think that the one through five at times. Well, no, look, we we'll say one through four. You're right. Um five through nine's not hitting over the Mendoza line. Uh, majority of them is not him above the Mendoza line. I mean, yeah, when you put Zach Arnold in there, but uh, <laughs> guys, you got two guys. We have two guys in the lineup not hitting over a hundred. I mean, over uh, over two hundred. It's not acceptable. It's it, it's just not acceptable. All right, last one. We're gonna get out of here. David says Ole Miss has a great Brett baseball atmosphere. Loved it this year when I went there for that series. Yeah, it's a great atmosphere. Uh, it is a great atmosphere. All right, guys, we will see y'all again tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully, we will. Uh, I'm sure we'll continue to talk some of this pulmonary uh, retiring stuff. But until then, guys, y'all have a good night. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.